people. What's wrong with them? Well, they're crazy, for starters. Also, they're lazy. They're incomplete. They're lost. The list goes on and on. But we're not going to blame everyone. We all know that there's some great people. In fact, we're all great. We all have greatness within us. It's just that we get a little lost sometimes. We get easily confused. The best of us fall down and we fall down far. And so where is our salvation? Is it in another, another person? Is there anyone we can trust? These are questions that each person really needs to ask themselves and ask them honestly. It takes a team. It really does. Are you in a position in your life where you feel like you don't have anyone? You're not alone. A lot of us feel like that. Oftentimes, though, we can't see who is our ally and who's our adversary because we get confused. And we're going to go into this in a little bit of detail now. So the idea here is who can we depend on? Who's really our friend and who's our foe? If you're like me, you've been filled up with artificial programming. You're sensitive to criticism and you try to protect your ego like it's a, a ripe peach, easily bruised. But if you're like me, you've also realized that this is no way to go about things. And so we need to start examining our process and how we learn, how we recover, how we grow, how we can actually change. And we need to look at people in our lives and determine if they are poison for us or if they're good. We tend to like people that make us feel good. We tend to dismiss or demonize those that push back against us. And we really should examine this. We should examine this because this is unhealthy. A true friend will tell you to stop doing things that are hurting you. A true friend is going to say what's on their mind, in their heart. A true friend is going to sometimes need to vent a little bit and may come off a little bit coarse or harsh. Now, on the other hand, a deceiver is going to stroke your ego. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. 
they're going to weasel in to your trust. And then when you least expect it, bam, they'll take something from you. Maybe they'll take everything. Romance is a funny thing. Romantic relationships. It's like an icy road. And we're driving on it. And we're surprised when we lose traction. Because we've gotten used to the roads. We've developed our skills. We thought we got this. But then we slip. And we end up flipped over on our side. Surprised. Hurt. And we wonder, how did this happen? Well... Let's figure out how that happened. Most likely you let a deceiver into your midst. You let someone trick you. Maybe you deserved it. Maybe you've done that before. Maybe we all do that sometimes. Let's now look at our personal relationship with ourself. Do you ever deceive yourself? Do you ever lie to yourself? How would you know? You know, there's expressions that say you can lie to others, but you can never lie to yourself. Well, not true. People do it all the time. People lie to themselves all the time without even knowing it. Transparency is a new buzzword. People value transparency. And yet, we are clouded. Some of us are even opaque. But I think the true person, the true nature of us, we really do value transparency and we seek it. We seek it and it's a prize that's worth claiming, but it's also something that's difficult to get to. It's difficult to be transparent because we have secrets. We have secrets and we hide them from other people and we hide unpleasant truths from ourselves. and when we see things that we don't like we tend to turn away and so if we were to take an honest look an honest assessment of our life most likely we find many things that we are unpleased with Yet, how much attention and time do we give these things? And this will determine how far you can go in understanding yourself and how transparent you can truly become. Most people on this planet are habituated and accustomed to lying. How do you know when a lawyer is lying? Everyone knows the punchline. But it's not just lawyers. It's not just advertisers. It's not just politicians. It's really anyone with an agenda. And we all have an agenda. We all want to be something we're not. And so that's where the lies start. The lies start inside of ourself. 
sounds hopeless. I'm bummed out just saying it. But let's continue. It's time to face our little lies. It's time to really man up and go inside and find out what's going on inside that mind of ours. Who's better at lying, men or women? Well, it depends on who the man is or who the woman is. That's the first lie. The first lie is that we can divide people up based on gender in, in a variety of ways. There are reasons why we cannot because everyone is an individual, that's why. And so the first lie we tell ourselves begins with categories, categories. So racism is a lie. It's a lie that people tell themselves. They tell themselves the lies so that they can understand the world in simple terms. Okay, sexism is a lie. It's a lie based on emotional reasons. It's based on lies that others have said. Many times men develop resentments towards women because they want the women and the women don't want them. And so early on, even as early as your first relationship, i.e. your mother, not getting enough love, maybe. And so resentments burrow in deep. And these are the foundations of lies. Coveting, resentments, these old terms come up. And these are the foundations for the lies that we tell ourselves. And we tell ourselves lies, and then we tell others lies. And then people sort of build up structures believing all the lies. And it's no wonder everything is mixed up and upside down. It's no wonder that the worst people seem to acquire the most in life. But what are they acquiring? Who wants to win in the competition of lies? What's the prize? So let's talk about being true to ourself. How can it even be possible? Well, I'll give you a prescription on how to be honest with yourself. First, stop chattering. Stop commenting, stop consuming, stop doing, stop wanting, stop moving, and just sit there and listen to yourself, and sit there and try to do nothing. Fasting is a great way to cut through the lies. It's a great way to digest the lies. Meditation, fasting, abstaining from social media and from entertainment, abstaining from spending your money. These things all have a common thread, you see, because lies are based on acquisition, on consumption, on desire, on greed, and they build upon each other, creating more lies and more desire and more corruption, really, corruption of ourself. And so, if you want to get to the truth of yourself, 
You have to go back. You have to empty out. You have to kind of start over and start simply and start building a new structure of understanding your life and your purpose and your meaning. Stop being dragged around by the world like a plastic bag blowing in the wind and get rooted in yourself and go in deep and find out fast, meditate, abstain from nonsense, cut out all the voices and opinions, stop wanting people to like you, stop seeking approval, stop seeking popularity, stop seeking dominance or winning the argument. So that's a few prescriptions on how to get to the truth. It takes a little time, it might take you 10 years, it might take you 20. If you're really good, it might take you 10 minutes. But the thing is, it's a start, it's a process. It's like a regimen. Mental discipline is important. Hard work. It's something that right now in this world, you just don't see a lot of hard work. You just don't. Most people want a free ticket. They want to coast. They want to ride the coattails of their mother and father, of their boss or their company. They want handouts. And so laziness is a big fat lie. Laziness is the ultimate lie because nothing's free. There's no handouts. Why is everything crumbling in front of us? Well, there's just too much laziness. No one wants to help out. And it's just really a form of selfishness. Being selfish and lazy kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Like two spoiled children skipping through their mansion hallway. Lazy and selfish. And what are the rewards for being really lazy and really selfish? Well, the reward is punishment. A mental prison. Emotional island. And so a prescription for this is service to others, helping out. Stop thinking about yourself. Help someone else. Give, give and give. Work hard, work hard and work hard. Save your money for something worthwhile. Save your money for a real dream. Throw away the dreams you have because they're nonsense. If you dream of having an expensive car, a big house, if you dream of this and dream of that, throw it away because it's nonsense, it's a lie. And start reimagining your dream work hard, save your money. If you're spending as much as you're making on fancy meals and drinks and entertainment, clothing, jewelry, you're going to be broke. You're going to be broke. Something is going to happen. It's going to knock you on your ass and you're going to be broke. Lots of people have been experiencing this lately. And I'm not 
wagging my finger at them, I actually really sympathize with them. But this is a big wake-up call. This is a call to change. When did we get so lazy? Well, we lied to ourselves, that's how. We started believing that we are worth it. Believing that we're the best. Believing that we deserve this and that without be without willing to do the hard work to get dirty to sacrifice okay and the truth is everything has a cost everything has a cost when you sign up for a cell phone service and you get that supercomputer in the palm of your hands it was made by someone someone less fortunate than you put in long hours to build that thing working with hazardous materials and hazardous conditions to fabricate it, to put it in your hand. There's a cost there. There's a long line of costs. And the cost may not be upfront. It may be accruing interest constantly. What if you're holding your prison? Hmm? What if that little device is irradiating you? constantly sapping your strength and energy what if the cost is your very mind now am I advocating throwing away your technology no but recognize what it is and how you can use it for good and use it responsibly you know someone can take a prison and turn it into a temple into a school into a gym and they can make their mind better can make their body better and then when they get out they can go out there and conquer evil and be an example or people can rot away in prison complain about the food but here's the thing everything has a cost and to not believe this is to believe the lie there is nothing free there's nothing free Government handouts are not free. They cost something. Okay? A credit card is not free money. There's interest. There's always interest. And when you're spending what you don't have, you're paying a cost. And the greater context here, what we're discussing, is honesty with each other, but first honesty with ourselves. And we've bought the lies. We've bought the lies as a collective. We've bought them. We believe them. How many of you want to be famous and rich and fancy and beautiful? How many of you follow your icons and hang on their every word? How many of you listen to their music and buy their movies and follow their Instagram posts? and covet that lifestyle. Well, what if, what if that was all a lie? What if that complete picture you're seeing is built upon lies and secrets and dark, dark, dark stuff? What if it's all a lie and you've bought it and you're implanting it into your desire, into your psyche, into your life? What if you're modeling your life after a complete fraud, a complete monster. 
would that do to you? How would that shape your life? How many of you dream of working hard? How many of you dream of giving everything you can to everyone you can? How many of you dream of uplifting people that are hurt and sad? How many of you dream of adopting orphans or working really hard on a farm? Well, it's time to adopt some new dreams. This is what I'm saying. It's time to readjust our values and look within. Look at what we've bought. Look at what we've been sold and recognize what it really is. Now, I'm not saying it's not achievable. If you want to be rich, you can achieve it. But there's a pathway to that, and it's a difficult one. There's a cost. There's a large cost. A lot of time, a lot of hard work, a lot of losses and sacrifice, and just persistence. If you want to be an amazing musician, put in thousands and thousands and thousands of hours practicing and playing and dedicating your life to this craft. If you want to inspire people, you have to have something worthy within yourself of inspiring. You can't just copy what you've seen because it's all a show. It's all this shiny, dolled-up illusion. And we know this. I'm sure that we know this deep inside. I'm sure that no one can honestly say that they believe all this stuff they've been seeing. When you look inside, you realize it. And then the thing is, though, that people, when they do that, and they feel that, they feel despair. They feel despair and they, f they don't like that. They wanna turn away from that. And so what I'm advocating is that you really take a good hard look at that illusion, recognizing it's an illusion, recognizing that's not even your dream and feel the despair, but don't give up there. You keep going and you say, okay, if I feel despair, what's that trying to tell me? Mm. Maybe you're seeing the falseness and the lies in all of that, and you're feeling what the pursuit of that would land you. You're feeling the curse that comes with that. And so what you could do is look inside and say, what would bring me joy? What would bring me true happiness? And if we start asking ourselves these really quality questions, the answers will come. They will come. Because lies cannot stand up to truth. They can't. And truth begins with questions. A lie is always a statement, right? If you think about it, what is a lie? It's a false statement. And it's more statements built upon that statement. And then it's a construct. And so a lie can be incredibly complex and very realistic, yet when you really examine it and you get past the illusion, it, it has nothing inside of it. It's completely hollow. Whereas truth always begins with a question. 
And so you could say that questions are more true than statements. Yet how many of us really ask questions? It's not what we're taught to do. We're taught to accept facts, to memorize facts and principles, and to regurgitate them, and to take the test, and to get an A, and to move on, and if you can't, you're just stupid. That's what we're taught. Now, what I'm advocating is that inside of ourselves, we ask questions, and we ask quality questions, and that the answers will come in some way. You're going to see the magic play out in your life. When you begin asking questions, answers will come. They'll show up. Sometimes there's a delay. Sometimes the answer comes from someone you didn't expect it to come from. Who here believes that life is vast and mysterious and magical and beautiful? Who here believes that there is a reason for this whole thing to occur in the first place? Who here believes that you can become something that you previously couldn't even imagine. But the path to get there is not a straight one, it's not a clear one, it's not an easy one. So by looking at the lies we tell ourselves, and by getting really clear with ourselves, we can actually unveil the majesty of our own being the celebration of life inside of us. And so there's simple things you can do. I've outlined a few already. I'll give you a few more. Be careful what you say to yourself. Be careful of the thoughts you think. Be careful of the content you consume because every statement you hear is recorded in your subconscious mind. And so if you're watching a character kill someone on TV, inside your mind, you are killing and you are being killed. Unpleasant. We build our mental prison unconsciously. But to escape it, we need to do so consciously. To become imprisoned in the senses, to be imprisoned in other people's definitions, this is automatic. This is an automatic process. It's easy to do. And so if you're a fan of a massive pop star, or if you're a fan of a massive sports franchise, congratulations, you've done nothing, absolutely nothing, except fall right in line exactly where you're supposed to you're a fly that landed right on the flypaper because that was the plan. If you're someone that's struggling, if you're someone that's wrestling with problems, at least you're starting. At least you're starting. These indulgences that we partake in, in entertainment, food, substance, fake friends, 
It's all a distraction. It's all a trap. And it's all an automatic prison. And if you're going to begin voicing your true identity, that's going to take a little digging. That's not automatic. You see, you may think, I know who I am. How would you even define yourself? Where would you start? Mental exercise. Define yourself. What are you? Who are you? What do you represent? What agenda do you serve? What are your plans? What are your aspirations? What are your dreams? And then on the flip side, what is your story? What past do you have? How were you created? How did you come into this world? So you have your past and your story, and then you have your future and dreams. You're meeting in the middle, creating it, reliving it, reliving memories, dreaming about things. And again, if you're consuming endless content and posting constant opinion and recycling and regurgitating, constant opinion how much time are you really giving yourself to be to become to unfold so here's an exercise take your phone and put it down for a day and see what you would do what would you do if you couldn't have your phone for a whole day like a whole day from morning until the next morning what would you do it opens up a lot of time a lot of time and then what would you do if you could do this once a week what if you could have a phone fast a fasting from your phone once a week no phone Lots of people do food fasts. Lots of really, really healthy people, really intelligent people do this, especially when they get a little older and they realize that these calories do not just go away. They do fasting, intermittent fasting maybe. Maybe they abstain from carbohydrates or maybe they go vegetarian for a while. The idea is they start controlling the content they are consuming because they do not like the results they are seeing. They're getting too heavy. Being heavy isn't that much fun. It's not. I'm speaking from personal experience. Being a big, tall guy and then getting heavy, life gets difficult. And so the answer is fasting. One of the answers to that question, how do I feel better? Because it allows all of your metabolic processes to catch up. It's not just about losing fat. That's just a wonderful side effect of fasting. You actually process emotion, memory, stored data, emotional trauma comes up. Now, if you're doing a really intense fast, it's not uncommon to get overwhelmed with emotion. 
And if you can let that flow through you, you come out lighter on the other end. And I'm speaking energetically and emotionally as well as physically. Your skin starts to clear up. The pain goes away. Any kind of cramps or pangs of pain you had kind of diminish. Your mental clarity is there. Now, what if you could do a phone fast away from the content, away from that constant microwave radiation, away from all the opinions and nonsense? So fasting, be it food or information or toxic relationships or overworking all the time, you need to have a break, that would be considered a work fast. Or if you're constantly partying, you need to have like a nice break from that. Abstaining, there's different words for it. I like the word fast because that's what it does to you. It gets you fast, it gets you lean, it gets you focused, your mind speeds up, your emotional frequency rises and you get faster. You don't have to age and decay and swell and succumb. That's a lie. We're, we are not ticks. We are not an insect. We're not spiders. We're human beings. We have amazing qualities about us. Human beings can be redeemed. They can be lifted back up. They can reorganize their life and their principles. They can rededicate themselves to anything they choose. A human being is a wellspring of potential. No amount of trauma, no amount of sad stories can keep a human being down. A human being has the possibility to be restored beyond new. But there's a process to it, isn't there? It doesn't just happen automatically. It doesn't just occur. It takes sacrifice. You have to sacrifice something in order to get something else. You have to sacrifice part of yourself, part of your comfort, part of your routine. Sacrifice the the worst parts of yourself to gain the better parts. Sacrifice of self to others is a wonderful thing. Sacrifice of your habits and rituals and customs is a wonderful thing. And if those things are a core part of yourself, you can come back to them. You can pick them back up in a day or a week, but if they're not good, you can let them go forever. You never have to pick them up again. How many of us out there are smoking cigarettes day after day? I've never seen a cigarette smoker that really seems to enjoy it I've never seen someone on their smoke break just beaming 
with joy and satisfaction. It almost seems like a burden that they have to bear. It almost seems like a punishment that they have to relive and reinflict upon themselves. What about taking a break from something like that? If you're a smoker, you might say, why did I begin this? Why did I start it? What does it represent to me? Anything, when taken in excess, becomes toxic, becomes poison. Anything that you do when promoted beyond all reasonable levels becomes destructive. And so we are going to say thank you. We're going to say goodbye for now. Good luck. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Let's do this thing. Let's wake up, everybody. Let's push forward. It's time. It is time. A lot of people need our help. We need to be an example to them. We need to offer them our help and support. And we need to prove it. We need to walk the walk. We can't just talk about it. 